Now we're recording again. Again. Oh, it's really recording. All that again. army language Terry was just using because his computer <laughs> died on us. <laughs> uh oh. It's one of those days. Yeah, well, you were practicing your French, right? Parlez-vous <laughs> Oh, I better bloop that out. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those weren't the French words he was using. Uh oh. (laughs) We should probably get started. I'll be here all day long. Uh oh. Let's go. Uh oh. That's so funny. Well, everybody, that is correct. We are the podcast that sounds funny, and this is the week of July eighteenth, two thousand twenty-three. We are in season three, show thirty-eight, episode one forty-one. As in C-141 rolling down the strip. Here we come. Going to make a little trip. <laughs> Stand up, buckle up, count to four. Jump right out and count to four. Anyway, uh, flashback to military days. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking, you know, we are, like I said, third season. We're up to, you know, episode 38. That means we're three quarters of the way, just about, through our third season. We only have, like, wow. three more months. So we'll hit another season. Wow. Wow. This flies on by. Anyway, being sidetracked here, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me today are Computer Problem Terry <laughs> and Jill. <laughs> Standing by Jill. <laughs> anyway. you know, Terry must have escaped those retro mods last week so he could join us this week. <laughs> yeah, they had him locked up pretty good. They tortured him over the weekend. <laughs> yes, Almost they did. Bees. They threw bees at him all they put weekend. bugs in his computer. I baptized my computer. I dumped my whole mug of coffee, 24 ounces, Ooh, right yeah, on the top of my problem. Uh, it shorted out my power strip. I had a little electrical fire over here. Well, there goes <laughs> part of the computer problems right there. I burned my hands and... And it was not a good day, but it was working. You know, after the, that day, it was okay. But this is another issue. Jaws Until this it. morning, and here we are recording. Yeah. A little late. Other people wouldn't really know that. He drowned Jaws with his coffee. <laughs> Jaws is mad at him. The retrobots are mad. At him. What do you do, Terry? <laughs> like, oh. I was, I was, and then I was demonstrating. I set up this iPhone 11 for our friend. Going through some of the voices on there, like the one with the bubbles. You gave him the, the gay transvestite voice or something. Yeah, he's got that one on for hey, sure. There's the big guy. <laughs> I said number five. That's supposed to be the um, non-binary transgender, transgender thing. Yeah, I, I don't even know what kind of voices are in there. I haven't even looked. I don't want to change them. I got the ones I like. So do they call it binary and non-binary? Because 
one has a one and one has a, a, a o or opening. Yeah. yeah. And to be normal, you put the one into zero, but you can't put the zero. You, you put the one into zero to make more ones and zeros. That's how it works. <laughs> or the letter. So, sorry, out there, children. Go ask your mom. <laughs> or the letter Q. You know, it'd be like a zero and a one, and you put it together to be a you Q. You got a capital O and a capital Q. Or it could be like a slash across there, like no smoking or something. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. I, I guess that would be the LGB is the no smoking part. I don't know. Um, don't put stuff on your mouth, kids. Well, I mean, like on the do not enter sign. Don't, don't chew on those double A batteries. I'm going to say. But anyway. Yeah, I drowned my computer this this week. And, well, I, uh, I don't think I have an awful lot of what's new. Does anyone have a question? I think I had an idea to jot down a couple of days ago, but I forgot to jot it down. But I know Terry had some emergency room problems this week. Yeah, I got stuck by B Sunday. Yeah, bees just want to have fun out there in that pool. I was, I got stung you know, in a really tender spot. I was, I was in my pool. I was reaching over, playing on my iPhone on the deck. Oh, so you better clarify which tender spot and, because and <laughs> apparently a, a bee like the like you know flew and stung me in my underarm in my armpit. All right, it hurt to put my arm down. Had to hold my arm. <laughs> so, wow, people uh, like. Do you have a question, Terry? What are you trying to ask? So, so I'm at the emergency room. I'm at the emergency room, and they're like, oh, "Bee sting." They gave me some prednisone, make me breathe better. Okay, well, we'll send you home with some more. I said, "Oh, hey, I almost forgot. While I'm here, could you look at my foot? There's something down here." So then they told me that I had a diabetic ulcer on my toe, hmm. on the side of my toe. It wasn't a blister; it's a diabetic ulcer, and it's black and stuff and it's like oh right. well i put some first aid cream on, well antibiotic ointment on it yesterday and put my sock on but they didn't tell me what to i told them that i was I fi- going to finally get into the podiatrist in august coming up here but um let, let, let me rewind the clock for you uh, early last may i only had a tiny pinprick of a wound on my foot Within three days, my toe looked like a ballpark Frank, Frank when you plump them, and worse. Uh, you, you don't. You might not want to let that go for very long. You might want to have it seen sooner than later. Well, how long have you had it, Terry? Do you know? It just started like last week. Oh. And I just it, again, I, I've been seeing a doctor for over a year, and I finally have it down to just one more wound to ask to be healed. Uh, and if you let it go when it gets that bad, you might end up losing some of your toes. Um, mm. You don't, yeah. don't want to let stuff like that go. Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, I'm just let you know. I mean, if you if you don't care about your foot, then we'll just call you peg leg or something. Pirate Terry. <laughs> Pirate Terry. Is, hopefully, though, hopefully it gets taken care of when you see the podiatrist. They give you what you need. That's all I got for anything. That's pretty I'm... wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. Hey, it's time for some random stuff. Would solve all of our problems and make all our dreams come true. Random stuff. I think we have five items on our wheel today. 
It's four. Four. Four is made up movie reviews. Oh, what movies are coming out this week? Let's find out. Let me click my link to visit the website of uh, movies coming out this week. And uh, just for listeners, a reminder is we just go through this list of what's coming out this week, and we just make up a movie review based on the title alone. And what we have, uh, and it could be a TV show, uh, we have Unknown Cave of Bones. It doesn't hmm. have a rating on it, so I guess I'm going to assume it's a TV show. Is that... Hmm? Is that the new Indiana Jones movie? No. <laughs> Unknown Cave of Bones? It could be. No. He's kind of no. a monster days. <laughs> it's the dial that, of something. Uh, joke that, Man. That, I guess instead of Superman or Spider-Man, you have Joke Man. <laughs> Again, there's no rating on it, so it could be a TV show. The Deepest... What? The Deepest Butt? Oh. <laughs> we are... E A T H. On Earth, breath. that would be okay. The deepest breath, not a butt, not a breast, a breath. <laughs> Take a deep breath before you jump in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's no rating on it, so it could be a TV series. Uh, Super powered, the DC story. Again, there's no rating on it. I, I guess all these there's no TV shows this week. I bet it's a... Well, oh, here's a movie, PG-13, Body. Learn the parts of your body. Your knee bone's connected to your leg bone. Leg bone's connected to your ankle bone. Oh, I'm sorry, Barbie. It's, it's, oh. The parts of body is Barbie, PG-13. Gosh, I did the sound quite right. Um... Yeah, I think we might know what Barbie is about. It has to do with plastic dolls and junk. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Barbie, PG-13. Could be about a Barbie. Oppenheimer, kid. rated R. Isn't Oppenheimer the guy who produced the I Live Lucy shows? <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, Cobweb. All about spiders, I guess. I don't know. Fear the Night. Let's see. Fear the... Night, N I G H T. There's no, it's not no a K N I G H T. So we heard enough. You want to start reading some? Or mother, sure. may I? Mother, may I? Sure, that's probably so, plenty. I mean, I so, think that. We'll go uh, back to the top here. Apparently, there's only two movie movies. I think the rest of these are either TV shows or made for TV. The first one was. Unknown cave of bones. Somebody found some bones in the cave and they're trying to figure out through the DNA who they belong yeah, to. It's about spelunkers, you know, people who explore caves and they mm-hmm. found like an old skeleton chained to the wall with some clothes barely on it. <laughs> Peg leg and a little three corner hat next to it. I don't know. Yep. Cave Sounds good to me. Oh. Yeah, I'll go for that. Sure. <laughs> Somebody found a dead body in the cave. There we go. Joke man. Joke man. 
It's oh, <laughs> it's us because we always share jokes on Facebook. Yeah, joke man, and who's his sidekick? Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, joke man and the Riddler. In this case, Riddler is the good guy and not the evil uh, villain guy. Sure, all about that. <laughs> the oh, deepest breath. Knock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the deepest breath, not butt or breast, but. <laughs> That's a movie about Terry before he jumps in his pool. It's about Terry when he goes for a walk from his bedroom to his bathroom. I'm so tired. <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> and of course, his ba- ba- bathroom is pretty much in his bedroom, so it's not that much of a walk. <laughs> for what was that one? The deepest was- breath. Oh. <laughs> It's it's about uh-huh. that heartthrob boy in high school. All, all the girls go. <laughs> That's what you want to do before you walk into the bathroom. Yeah, just in case somebody was in there before you. In case the ceiling fan, the exhaust fan doesn't work, huh? Mm-hmm. Your breath. Let's go. <laughs> Super powered. The DC story. Wow, that's pretty. Obvious. I'm sure it's a documentary about DC Comics, but about uh, comic book back superheroes. Yeah, I don't think there's much surprise with that title, right? Barbie PG-13. I know some girls that want to go see that one. <laughs> well, depends on who I've heard a review from. It's either pretty good or it could be has some uh, cautious parts about it. Uh, I've heard of at least one parent who says, I was going to go see it until I heard about this character or scene or something in there. It's like, oh, well, it's on you. You know, <laughs> played with Barbie since the 1950s. It's like, what can, I mean, how can you make a movie about, I mean, I just don't understand. You would think well, maybe like a documentary about it, but no, I have no idea. What it, I think it's point. a live action movie. And it's not the first movie. I think they made a Barbie movie in the past. Yeah. And it's just about they use real people. And I guess they pretend to be, you know, Barbie's dream house or something with Ken or whatever. I don't know. But yeah. Not a lot I'm of surprises sure there, I'm sure. Um, now my, I lost my screen. Where'd they go? There we go. Oppenheimer, rated R. Yeah, I don't know. Some guy named Oppenheimer. I do know, I think the guy's name was Jesse Oppenheimer, created I Love Lucy and some other uh, 1950s era TV shows and radio shows and probably movies and stuff. That's all I can think of. So it's his biography. That's what that is. Yeah, this biography. Cobweb. Terry's house before Jesse moved in. (laughs) (laughs) All about uh, the cobweb, uh, the spiders. It's oh. like ac- ac- arachnophobia, but it's the nice spiders. <laughs> well, see, spiders make webs, but when they have to go to the bathroom, they make out webs and they carry their cobs with them so they can, you know, do the paperwork when they're done. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. It's like a, maybe a spooky movie, something, whether it be about spiders or haunted <laughs> houses or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the monsters, because I remember uh, the old monsters. They always had cobwebs and 
Oh, yeah. Dusty couches because she would clean and hit the couch. Oh, there we have dust. They'd have to spray the cobwebs back up on the ceiling. There we go. Put it back. And, of course, cob is just an old-timey word for spider. So, Hmm. Anyway, uh, Fear of the Night, N-I-G-H-T. It's not like another spooky movie, you know, monster movie, Dracula movie, zombie movie. Who knows? Mother May I. Mother may I have some popcorn? (laughs) I I, want to say it's a kid's movie about being polite. (laughs) I would hope. Yeah. Mm. Teaching. I think that's all we got through when I read my list the first time through. There is a couple more here, at least. I'm going to not read them, though. Now, according to this website, the uh, alleged official review for unknown um, Cave of Bones in South Africa's Cradle of Humankind paleoanthropologists have found the world's oldest graveyard. Huh. Uh, they proved that this ancient ape-like creature performed ritual burials. It could change the way people believe about Blah 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 blah. So I don't know if that's a documentary about archaeologists huh. or just Thanks. a movie about some long lost uh, discovered ancient humanoid critter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sort of kind of right. You know, I was watching this weekend over on my phone, but it was similar to that about some ancient tomb they found and stuff. Anyway. Hmm. Wasn't the same thing, but it's close. All right. Joke Man. Um, uh, follow as Jackie Martling as early comedies of Long Island through one of the Beatles or radio. I don't know what that means. Through author and actor uh, Ian Carr, Jonathan Jenkinson, other people starring in it. So it's not like a documentary about this particular comedian. That's then. <laughs> Robin Williams. Uh, that would make sense, but I, I like our version better. <laughs> <laughs> Joke man. And the Riddler. And the Riddler, Spider-Man. The <laughs> but, yep. Um, the <laughs> deepest <laughs> breath. Speaking of movies, real quick. champion free diver trains to break a world record with the help of an expert safety diver. diver and the two form an emotional bond. Uh, this heart-stopping film... Uh, follows documenting this world-class diver. Okay, so it's that kind of a movie. Uh, yeah. You hold your breath and you go down as deep as you can before you, you know, drown, I guess. Huh? Titanic. <laughs> Met him fluid looking for the Titanic. Uh, yeah, they're going to die down to the Titanic. Here we go. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm imploding. Uh Oh, what was the other one here? Let's see. This one might be the one. Powered. I heard that it might be on this one here, but Michael Keaton, who was the original Batman, he's supposed to don the suit again in another Batman. Yeah, I've heard that. To be here. Or another Batman movie. I don't know. I heard that on People Magazine. Go ahead. Uh, let's see, but yeah, as anticipated, uh, super powered, 
uh, on Max presents unprecedented look at influential legacy of DC Comics, allowing fans to rediscover the universe of characters as well as iconic comic book companies' <laughs> origins. <laughs> dot dot dot. Well, yeah, oh, it should have been a movie about sort of kind of superpowered. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, body, I mean Barbie, uh, a Barbie doll living in Australia. Uh, living oh. In Barbie land is expelled for not being perfect enough, too eccentric and not fitting the usual mode. She goes on an adventure in the real world, and by the time she returns to Barbie land to save it, she has gained the realization that perfection comes on the end. Of dot dot dot. So that one's got real people, and she's like eight inches tall. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was a matter of, honey, I blew up the Barbie, so she's like a real tall plastic blow-up doll or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's not perfect, you know. People think that. Yeah. So anyway, it's just about a Barbie who realizes she's not perfect, but sometimes it's okay to be not perfect. Essentially. She's part of the island of misfit toys. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Oppenheimer. Story of J. Robert Oppenheimer. Of the atomic bomb. Oh, oh. familiar to me. Well, you know, a documentary know. about the atomic bomb. Then there's a list of uh, stars in it. So, okay. This is a documentary, but not the Oppenheimer I was thinking of. Cobweb. Spiders go poop. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> eight year old Peter is plagued by a mysterious constant tap tap from inside his bedroom wall. This Parents insist it's in his imagination as his uh, experience intensifies. He is afraid there's a dangerous secret hiding. Dot, dot, dot. It, it almost sounds like, uh, oh, there's a story about, I think, rats in the walls, this old HP Lovecraft story. Sounds like something like that, only with spiders. Anyway, uh, I figured it'd be a scary movie. We weren't far off on that one. Yeah, a thriller or something. Fear the Connecticut, I mean, night. <laughs> uh, follow as, as, oh, I'm sorry, as Iraqi war veteran. I thought it said, thought it said follow as Xerox war. <laughs> like, Xerox war, what did that happen? <laughs> follow as Iraqi war veteran, uh, something strike back after home invaders attack after sister's bachelor party, she discovers that they're bent on not leaving any witnesses behind. So a female Iraq war veteran has to rescue her sister's uh, wedding party, whatever it's called, bachelor party. And what does that have to do with a cobweb? That, that sounds interesting. Well, that one was Fear the Night. Oh, okay, that's the right. The cobwebs was about the boy who hurt spiders. That's right, something in the mall. Okay. Uh, Mother May I is the last one we talked about. Uh, when his fiance starts behaving like his recently deceased mother, uh, <laughs> she is forced into a nightmarish game of therapy. Or is it possession? <laughs> so basically, a woman's fiance starts acting too much like his mom. And maybe even possessed by his mom. Okay, okay. And then well, it, uh, I figured it'd be again the spooky story. Uh, but fear, so. fear the mom, not fear the night. Well, it was, well, that one was mother. I'm mate. getting them all mixed up. You're about a half step off on them, Joe. You know? 
So some of them were we were kind of close. Um, some of them like, I like ours better, like Joke Man, like the Joan Crawford thing, you know, Mother May I, and Joan Crawford, and oh yeah, yeah, Bobby um, Dearest, yeah, <laughs> be quiet or I'll beat you with the coat hanger again or something. That, that I think maybe it's a part two to that. I couldn't think of the title. Maybe it's like part two, <laughs> the second one. You know, Mother May I and Mommy Dearest. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what we got for our random stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And that brings out the other me. Warm and feminine. The way you want me to be. Oh, we are ready for some news. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have a story of a couple who... Um, the tagline is a couple has a uh, five foot alligator sneak in through their doggy door yeah. and mm. Dan and Jan Schultz no relation to Justin Schultz <laughs> yeah whoever he may be <laughs> in a uh, major dress <laughs> yeah um uh, Dan and Jan Schultz moved from Arizona to Louisiana, and in the middle of the night, they got the full Cajun experience when their seven-year-old Australian cattle dog was barking and uh, alerted their attention. Panda allergic. The dog's name was Panda, was growling and barking, woke him up. And she, it woke up the wife. He tapped her husband, and he got up to check, and there was a five foot alligator. Yeah, the dog was like bark, bark, bark. There's a big hairless green cat that's stuck in the house. <laughs> bark, bark. And they Get called nine one one. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Help, alligator. Oh, brother, yeah, what alligator? <laughs> Here we go again. Fish and wildlife came. <laughs> they they're very grateful for them to come and dispatch the creature they have a new doggy door that they have to wear and their dog has a collar that the doggy door locks until the dog until the collar gets close and it unlocks and let the dog in that's cool and so what we said was what are they going to do when the alligator eats the dog and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> Then the collar and left him. go. And then I'll get back in. Well, I got a story about dogs. Mine is about Dotsons. Um, there's a race and they do it out west to see which wiener dog is the fastest dog of the west. Oh, uh, get along, little dog. Yeah, yippee ki Yeah, they they race at Los Los Alamitos Racecourse, and it features dozens of dogs, and they do fifty yard heats, and then I it doesn't say how long the race. They have is. little saddles and little tiny jockeys, right? Fifty no. yard race. <laughs> But I guess they do those heats and then, you know, match them up the fastest with the fastest. Uh, have little brackets. Of, uh, 
get the faster ones out there. Yeah. Little jockeys with the little whips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have little jockeys on their back. And <laughs> if this dog wins a thousand dollars and a dog house. So uh-huh. I guess the owner gets the money and the dog gets the dog house. And, and the be. losers get ketchup and mustard with a bun. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Um, let's see. They actually had a winner. They raced on Saturday. Beanie Von Weenick was the dog's name that won Saturday. <laughs> Beanie Von Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the owner was Nikolai Leonard. I don't know if that's a man or woman, but yeah, I think Nikolai is a, a guy's name. Yeah. yeah. The title of Pasta Sweeney in the West. <laughs> all right. Is all this talking and about? It was a fundraiser for some animal shelter, this race, so raise money to support their, I forget the name of the, uh, they said it, but I didn't record it, the, the, the animal for shelter. Charity or something. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of charitable causes, have you ever heard of a website called um, OnlyFans.com? Uh-uh. Oh, well, let me tell you about that. <laughs> uh, a special needs teacher was fired after her school district discovered she had an OnlyFans account. Uh, what OnlyFans account is, uh, you sign up on the website and then you... Uh, photograph or you know, videotape yourself doing things, typical ordinary things, naked. <laughs> uh, I have a particular son who is trying to uh, work on and flip a house, and he said he's going to get him an OnlyFans account so he can finance his project, and he's going to, you know, close the windows and strip off his clothes and videotape himself doing carpenter work inside the house where nothing but a carpenter belt is bad. The naked carpenter. Uh, in this case, it was a special needs teacher, a special ed teacher in Canada. And it became known uh, that she oh. had this account and they advised her to uh, delete all of her social media links for her social her uh, OnlyFans persona, but uh, she refused on grounds that she was hurting no one. She was then fired. And if you read the full article, it goes into it's like, just how did the school board find out she had this account anyway? <laughs> <laughs> it's and she her lawsuit was that. She refused to be, you know, quit or be fired because uh, they clearly were using school computers on school time to look at sites like Fans Only account, hmm. and they were, in other words, they were misusing school money to look at illicit things. That happened to find her. Oh, somebody pointed out, or they just happened to stumble across her. Don't know what she was doing in her Fans Only account. Apparently not teaching. <laughs> well, there's ways I'm sure that they can video where it's not like it's nasty if you get your backside or 
look, here's well, my hand drilling or hammering. You don't well, have to have and that's what my body. son described is it's not like a porno thing. He's just like, I'm just doing a regular construction job, but I'm just not wearing any clothes. I'm installing plumbing under the sink. I'm installing cabinets on the wall. So I asked him, did, did he have a special six-inch long measuring tape? And he did tell me <laughs> if he did or not. But anyway, And the guy, of course, only has the one thing to have to hide anyway. So As long uh, as it's less than six inches, he can measure it. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess it's just people just doing normal stuff. Like, you know, your your Terry's housemate could like strip out of his dress while he's cleaning the house. Work on the car. <laughs> work, or work on your computer. Yeah, just sit the computer, no clothes on. Terry does that all the time anyway. Just uh, I thought just it, get your fans only account, Terry, and make some money on them. I thought it I thought it said in that article that the principal was the one that had an account there as well. And that, that she got her job back because of that. That's what I oh, thought. I, there may have been a follow-up to it, but whenever I had jotted this down, uh, it was still pending. She was, had a lawsuit against the school to countersue I have a dog story. In Kansas City, in Kansas City, a Kansas City neighborhood has went for two months with receiving no mail. Sounds like South Rock Santa to me. You've got no mail. <laughs> And, and uh, they they haven't received mail for over two months because of a supposedly vicious dog in the neighborhood. <laughs> little pit bull, little chihuahua and, out there. Burp, 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 burp. The United States Postal Service is not taking it lightly any threats or whatever mentioned, you know, uh, accounts of dogs. Oh, there's a dog. Don't come down here. You know, whatever. But and so they take all those threats as, as a threat. Like you know, nobody has really seen this rich dog. Does call your dog runs through windows and barks or runs away? Never <laughs> seen your dog yet. <laughs> I uh, well, I, I was I was kind of paused. I had a had a phone call trying to beep in on my phone here but um i was trying to okay and so uh nobody's seen this dog but they uh stopped delivering but their solution they came up with um is i don't know if it's like this one there had what the cul-de-sac anyway they're going to put a community mailbox at the end of the street and that way, they they can avoid that. You know, if you have a dog down there, you know what I mean. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah you they know, have those like another... apartment complexes where they have like the big, you know, rack of mailboxes. Uh, all these pull up and eighteen trucks. It's like just like you would in the post office, but it's right out there. You got your little key or something. You go down there and unlock it, get your mail up. You know. There was a story in the UPI news this week about kind of the same thing, but it was a bird that kept coming down. And pecking everybody. Dive bombing I forget what kind of bird it was, but the mailman like, and anybody that was in this neighborhood was getting bird attacked. Bird bombardier. Here comes another one. Bird mm-hmm. bombardier. They said it was dying. because the, it was protecting its its uh, uh, offspring. <laughs> they said like, oh. that, uh, the post service said that uh, they've had over five five thousand uh, five thousand three hundred. Male men have been attacked by dogs in the last year, and so they're they don't take it lightly. They're they're going to try to do things like that to 
put in community mailboxes and things of that nature. But that's really, a, you know, for this is a, a problem there in Kansas City, Kansas, not Missouri. But anyway, but. Well, Chihuahua. this one is about the biggest marshmallow. Oh, wow. It was 1,429-pound marshmallow. Where was that? What state? Mexico. Uh, Texas. Mexico. <laughs> oh, in Mexico. In Mexico. Uh, they're trying to smuggle people inside of it across the border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brown people inside of the marshmallow. They, they were like, you know, like uh, chocolate chips inside there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for they a made this big marshmallow. Cocoa. They made it outside at a festival in Guadalajara. It's part of the state of Halusio, I think it says. Hmm. Halusio's 200th anniversary. And it took 100 people 53 hours to make this big marshmallow. Hmm. I wonder how many people it took to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. It was heavier than a grand piano. They, they made a giant s'more. Yeah. <laughs> and it says the previous marshmallow, this is going to go in the Guinness Book, of course. And the one before it was a lot smaller. It was only 205 pounds. So there's a big difference there hmm. in the weight of that marshmallow. But I. Don't remember if it said where the other one was made, but I guess maybe this state has, you know, how some of the Mexico states make uh, tequila and they have chihuahuas. And so this one must be known for their marshmallows. I don't know. It was short and sweet, that article. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Short and sweet. <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey. A doctor is accused of purposely driving a family off a cliff. He <laughs> asked for mental help. <laughs> mental treatment instead of prison. Uh, the lawyers uh, for the doctor drove his family off a cliff in an alleged murder-suicide attempt, but he asked the court for dismissing him to a medical deferment because his family wasn't killed after all. <laughs> well, you're a doctor? Uh, well, he, I guess if he would have killed him, he would have took the murder out because he didn't. He just wants to be called crazy. <laughs> was it? Maybe it was just a five-foot cliff. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Went off the cliff. Nobody was hurt. No harm done. Don't don't punish me. I did a story about the guy, you know, on fire running, you know, a world record. Oh, yeah, the world record guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a one you don't hear about every day either. Um, coming soon. Back. Um, the snail racing world champions. Snail racing. <laughs> snail racing. Do, do you clock them with the calendar? 
this Sunday, 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 in Durham, England, the snail racing championship returns. <laughs> Is that like the nighttime submarine races by the pond? <laughs> they have oh, to races. All right, across the distance of thirteen inches. I seen that one oh. last week. That was funny. Thirteen inches. That's a sprint for a snail. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I get there. I'm going. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> and uh, I wait to see if it, it doesn't say how long did it take. It's like two days. Clocking with the calendar. Yeah. Actually, you know, snails can actually, they can actually move a little quicker than people think, but still. I wonder if they have to be prodded somehow, though, with like. The guy started this in 1960s, but I've never heard of it before. Hmm. Well, they they had it in France, but I guess they kept eating all the snails. (laughs) They they ate the winners, I guess, huh? Yeah. I tell you, men will race anything. I was out at my daughter's house, and on the TV one day, uh, Sander races. Oh, here it on. is. They were racing Sanders. Oh, here it is. It's uh, oh wait, it, uh, the name. Twenty-two seconds. Archie, oh. a snail named Archie, did it in twenty-two seconds, thirteen inches. Woo! Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty good clip, I guess. Since a snail only has one foot. (laughs) (laughs) I think the article said what they won, did it? No. What can you give a snail? You don't get eaten. All the others (laughs) do. (laughs) All the losers. Snails eat, I wonder. Algae on the side of a fish tank. The rest of you get butter sauce. We're going to cook you right now. What's after this here? Yeah, I don't have any more. Uh, Very educational. It is time for some weird words. Unhappy with me? Oh, Ruby, relax. Just weird words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want weird, wild words out there. Uh, you guys want to weird words? Our first word is cancelate. Cancelate. C A N T I L A T E. Cancelate. Cancelate. That one. Yeah. That's like I ordered chocolate ice cream, but then I cancelated it. <laughs> yeah, now there's no more chocolate ice cream. It's in my ballet. Uh, actually, I uh, can't like a church cantata it has to do with singing the cantor in a like a, a Catholic church service is the singer. So I'm going to say it has to do with singing. Cantalate. Well, it sort of, I mean, it says to chant or intone. So chanting, maybe you could call that the singing where you... Yeah, I think that's the Latin root of where we get words like chant or sing or whatever. Yeah. As I was thinking like when you're meditating, um, like the Like the, the monk <laughs> who do the, the chanting or what the cathedral. Okay. Yeah. 
they see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and dirty. Our, our next word is gelastic, and it's G E L A S T I C. So it's gelastic. a G. And with the elastic. It's not Jurassic, <laughs> it's gelastic. It's like really old jello. Gelatin. Yeah, yeah gelatin. Yeah. <laughs> right. it probably has to do with gelatin. Like from the dinosaur uh, days. It gels up or something. It gets gelastic. It's really good, fantastic gelatin. Gel- <laughs> yeah. It's the gelatin <laughs> dinosaurs wouldn't eat. Oh, yeah. It's like the amber well, that catches the mosquitoes. Or it's what the dinosaurs ate, and it's gelastic. Gelastic. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. I think it's dinosaur poop. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> this word actually means pertaining to laughter. Laughter? <laughs> Another laughter word, gelastic. How gelastic. <laughs> uh, the jello was very gelastic. It made me giggle. Yeah, watch it wiggle. Make you jiggle. We can work it together. <laughs> See it jiggle. Okay. Like a jolly old fat man. I want to roll with the gangsters. They're so far, they all think I'm too wide and dirty. Our next word is biota. It's B I O T. Wait a minute. What I missed part of it. B B I O T A. Oh, that's all. B I O T A. Well, an iota is something that's really small, like a comma or a period or a dot on an I. But a it's, biota is two of them. You got two dots. <laughs> so it's a bicycle that Yoda rides. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The biota. It's like a Toyota, but it's a biota. He's only saying bye to Yoda. <laughs> biota. 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 Yeah, that's what Luke, Luke uh, Skywalker says when he leaves the Yoda. Bye, Yoda. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, Yoda. Yeah. yeah. That or. It's a weird flavor of soda. Oh. And think. when you drink it, it makes you drink. buy. Well, we're getting you, lots you of guesses. You become the B in LGB. <laughs> <laughs> That's gay soda. Uh, I mean, queer soda. It's queer soda. <laughs> you got to say queer. Queer. Well, this word actually means the animal and plant life of a particular area. Area. <laughs> plant life of an area. Like a atmosphere. Like, like plants that natively grow in a certain place, like cactuses grow in the desert, or uh, yeah. the Spanish moss grows in southern states. Down in the or bio. Swampy. <laughs> the biodome. <laughs> My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. Our next word is Clepsida. C-L-E-P-S-Y. 
D-R-A. Klepsidra? Klepsidura. Klepsidura. That's when you're almost a kleptomaniac. <laughs> does it start with a, with a C or does it start with a B? A C, like Sierra. Okay. Like all the Sierra start with C. C like city. <laughs> okay. Sierra. Wow. That's a good one. C L E P. It's not one of those French words that has a specific meaning, is it? Sounds familiar. It's a musical thing. I don't know. It's whenever you go, you sigh, and you throw your baby up in the air. Ups a daisy. Maybe I'll catch it. Let's see if I can give you any hints for this one. It's nothing new. It's pretty old. <laughs> what? At least that's what it says. What does it say? It's pretty old, this thing. Pretty old. Yeah. Something old, old, old. From not oh, like something some, that's really old? What? In the past. Like an old fossil? I don't know. They old. might still make these things, but I, I've never known anybody to have one. It is a noun, so it's an item. It's a thing. Huh. But if you want me to tell you what it is, and I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a weird minesweeper. I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I set the place ablaze. Yeah, I thought you did, but I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a it's a time telling device like a clock, but it's um worked by a flow of water so instead of batteries or winding it or oh some kind of timepiece that works oh it's like a water clock yeah it's like guess... the water goes through and it keeps time yeah I, yeah i've heard of them before but i didn't think they i, were, I don't know if they're made anymore because it says an ancient clock. device so yeah I was like, huh, I don't know who it is. What are those birds where you you uh, they drop their beak into a cup of water and then it's and then they stand up and then they evaporate and they bend back down and they, they absorb some more water. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Killer rap, I haven't run. At Pascal, well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Yeah, Our next one. word is dry as dust. It's all one word, and it's spelled just like it sounds. D-R-Y-A-S-D-U-S-T. Dry as dust. Dry as dust. I'm thirsty. I could give <laughs> me a drink of water right about now. I've been to the desert on a horse with no name. It's... <laughs> It's not wet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all this, I got on that one. <laughs> this word here, actually, it means... Happy Days is my favorite theme song. Make sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. A boring writer. <laughs> a boring writer? Yeah, so if dry you write something dust. and it's totally boring, <laughs> you're dry as dust. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Another word is barboil. B A R B O 
R E A L. Boreal. Boreal. It's like a gargoyle, except for he has a cold. I'm a barboil. I need the gargoyle, okay? You have to be salt water. It's a gargoyle with a cold. Bar. Barbell. Barbell. You look, you hold it, you know, do exercises with a barbell. <laughs> and whatever you do with the barbell exercises, you're barboreal. So there like you a, go. Like a verb, yeah. You may need to lift some barbells because what's You're just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. This is is an animal that lives in trees that are gonna have to have some strong arms. Uh, it's a kind of a tree dwelling animal, huh? Yes. So right. monkeys, I guess, would be considered barboreals. Okie dokie. Bar, 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 barboreals. I like to roll with the gangsters. Although it's apparent I'm too wide and nerdy. I feel like I've had this word before, quiescent. Quiescent? Quiescent. Yeah, that's how I think it's pronounced. And I've heard it, but I just you, can't think of it. I don't I'm sure I said the same thing before when you had it. I've heard of it. <laughs> well, you, you did you did it before, but I still don't remember. I, I want to say quiet, peaceful, and quiet, quiescent, at rest, that kind of a thing. Yeah, ding, 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 pretty much. I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm not so white and nerdy. It what? means in a state of inactivity or quietness. So like yeah. what I'm doing right now. <laughs> um, so peaceful cool. and quiet. We should be cool. laughing. Stop collective. that. <laughs> cool, calm, and collective. I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. Yeah. Our next word is ornithopter. It's spelled O-R-N-I-T-H-O-P-T-E-R. Ornithopter. Like a helicopter, but it's an ornithopter. It's a kind of a dinosaur that flies like a like a helicopter. His, his head spins around and has a long nose like a, like a, a dinosaur. Instead of a ter, 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 uh, the, the pterodactyl, it's a helicopter dinosaur. <laughs> helicopter dinosaur. <laughs> oh, goodness. You got any guesses, Terry? <laughs> what was the word again? Ornothopter. Ornothopter. It's like a bird of some kind. Ornothopter. It could be the T and the H are supposed oh, to be separate, but it's a bird that skips rope. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's naked people jumping rope. Oh, oh, no. Rope jumpers. Nerdy let's, rope. Hope, let's just hope they're in shape because all that jiggling might cause <laughs> some gelastic laughter or something. <laughs> <laughs> I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R O T F L O L. This this item must have come out back when Orville and Wilbur Wright was making airplanes because it's a a ma machine invented to fly by flapping wings. Oh <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing like old black and white movies of like the plane that would go up under like the wings to flap up and down. 
I remember seeing that before. Like an old. Well, I remember seeing something like a guy wearing wings, and he would flap them like that. I, I think I've seen. Remember that. But, well, it has yeah. something to do with flying, so a bird thing was almost right. Yeah. Had a business doing websites. While my friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my dog. Next word is mud mug wump m u g. W-U-M-P. We've had that one before. It's the guy who sits on the fence with his mug on one side and a wump <laughs> on the other, straddling the fence, putting on one which side to get off. That's an old, like, a Civil War era politician word. Yeah. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the Gap in my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. The guy that won't uh, join one troop or the other, the uh, polit- political... Uh, he won't join either team <laughs> like right. you're saying he's on the fence that's a good way to put it <laughs> freaky i'm nerdy and the extreme and wider than sour cream gloaming is another word g-l-o-a-m-i-n-g it starts with a g and ends with a d they G at the beginning and end. It's an ing word. Oh, ing gloaming. G- wow. Yeah, gloaming. It has to do with like evening time, I think, like twilight or something like Ooh, that. Ding, ding, ding. He's. A- I was in a V club and Glee club and even the chess team. Only question I ever thought was hard: What do I like, Kirk, or do I like Picard? I already got it. That's what this just said. It means twilight. I don't know how you knew that. <laughs> it, it, it's like an old poetic word you hear sometimes. Uh, what, like a, huh? what, what was that word? Gloaming. Gloaming. Oh. G L O A M I N G. Gloaming. Twilight word was the gloaming, and that was my last word. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want to bowl with the gangsters. Yeah. Well, we ended on a bang. He had a couple, right? I'm looking for a man. I've got to have a man. I must have a man. I tell you, I must have a man. Here comes the man now, King. He'll tell us what to do. What about? And now that we're all dingy, it's time for Terry's Top Ten. Here's Terry Top Ten. Top Ten. <laughs> Take it away, Terry. I have had the opportunity to collect a lot of them, so I have a whole You're top one hundred. Huh? I, I was looking for one. I'll go with this one. <laughs> this one is a top ten. Ten remarkable events that only happened once in history. I was born. (laughs) Number ten. If I could stick my hand in my heart, spill it all over the stage. Would it satisfy you? Would it slide on by you? Would you think the boy is strange? Ain't it strange? If I could win, if I could sing a love song so divine. Only one hypnotist has ever been arrested for hypnotizing somebody. Oh, okay. 
they Did were he hypnotized, hypnotized the cops. All the rest of them got away because <laughs> the cops were hypnotized. They couldn't chase after him. He he got he got arrested because he got he hypnotized somebody who went out and robbed a bank. He committed a crime, and the hypnotist got jailed for it because he hypnotized the guy. He he used the guy as his secret weapon, I guess. <laughs> and that was in Copenhagen in 1951 and robbed the bank and killed somebody. Oh, wow. Later on trial, they found out that he was, he was under hypnosis. And so, um, <laughs> number nine. I said, I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Only one adult has ever been killed by coyotes. Hmm. Oh, as far as we know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess no roadrunners yet. I, I didn't hear the date that I put on here at the beginning. Maybe I put it at the end. Did, but I did, did, I, did the guy see a dish of bird seed on the highway? Two reported accounts. One was in a toddler and the other was adult, you know, and well, well toddlers are like in the magic because they're pretty small and coyotes can definitely get a toddler. He's a 19 year old Canadian guy. Oh, he was a folk singer. So they probably killed him because he was singing as weird. <laughs> I'm Bob Dylan singing a song. Go with my coyote. And that happened in 2009. Hmm. Um, number eight. I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine in her hand. I knew she would meet her connection. At her feet was a footloose man. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. Only one person ever recorded Super Bowl one. Recorded? In, in, oh, like on the TV camera or something? Right. In, in uh, 1967, um, a nurse recorded Super Bowl one with, it was like real tape. You know, they didn't have videotape. Well, they had videotape. It was probably a Super 8 camera, I would think. Or Yeah. And so they recorded it. And um, he he knew he was going to save it. And it would be worth something if he was saving it to help send his kids to school. You know, use some money to send them to school. But uh, he went to the NFL and they asked him for a million dollars. And they offered him $30,000. And they rele- they retracted this offer, and they said if he ever l- released that tape, then he would be sued. And hmm. they were able to, if you wanted to watch that, they they were able to piece together different footage to put it together. You know, they didn't record the whole thing, and it's like oh, I think that'd be pretty stupid. <laughs> well, if you they know. did it with the Super Eight camera, you only had about maybe. 
six to 10 minutes on the reel and you would keep having to change it. If they had an early videotape recorder, which would have been big and heavy and expensive, it could have got the whole thing pretty much. I, I didn't, I read across that. It was some weird machine. It was like a quad something, real something, you know. Oh. And I don't know. It, was, it had a, like a very primal home video recording device. So I don't know. Right. And with the, had, if you had quad reels, you could probably, you know, do one right after the other, just switch to one. And I would keep keep changing them to get the whole thing. Yeah, it sounds interesting. When you say reels, you mean like when we were kids in school and they had the big film projector, those right. reels? But, but Super okay. 8, you're only talking about 8 millimeter film. So it's like, it, it's about the width of like two cassette tape tapes laying side by side or something like that. Oh. So it's, 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 uh, the, the ones they had at school were 16 millimeter. So if you imagine splitting that down the middle. You'd have a super eight, and you know, I I wanted to you know, I used to have a coffee mug or a soda mug that had every football, every Super Bowl on it, uh, but had like the two teams and the score, you know, and on this cup, you know, and it was really interesting, you know, novelty item, and um, I had that for a long, long time till you know. Uh, but I was like, man, I wish we could like sit down like you can binge watch shows. And I wanted to watch the Super Bowls like that. And it's like, I bet you can find them. But then like this here, uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to find the very first one. <laughs> Moving on. Number seven. Uh, Uva Hong, or I think it's H O N G Hong Hong, whatever. She, uh, excuse me, um, is the only athlete to throw a javelin over one. 100 meters. I had the 1,000 meters, but it's 100 meters. Right. Uh, That's still pretty far. In 1984 Olympics in Berlin, he threw a javelin 104 meters. This this is longer than a football field. That's that's far. (laughs) And today it's not been broken. Uh, but they changed the they changed something now, and I can't remember. But it's not been broken since 1984. Hmm. Uh, uh, I wonder if it had little fins on it, you know, but help it fly better. Yeah, <laughs> rocket propelled. <laughs> uh, number six. Under my thumb, the girl. I've did this one before too. Only one person has ever been recorded to have been hit by a meteorite. Oh, and it wow. was recorded, huh? <laughs> but it wasn't. And it Joe- was Joe Dirt. 
Well, that one did actually hit him. This one, I did this before this particular story. I think I did it as a story in the news segment of the show in the past. Um, this woman, um, in 1954, Ann Hodges was asleep on her couch, and the meteorite went through the roof, hit the radio, bounced around the room, and hit her in the thigh. A nine-pound huh. meteorite. So it was like a direct hit, but still, that would right. still be an impact. Pretty good. And the article I did that you know that was like the the husband came home. She'd called people, and then by the time the husband came home from work, there was people lined up going in his front door, out his back door because they wanted to see. You know the, the. I thought you meant recorded it like, "Hey, hold my beer, film this, all right." <laughs> Hey, y'all, watch this. They still had, you know, they, in the story I did, they still had tours there to this day, I think, you know, one of those things like, hey, come check it out. The world's largest country. The meteor hit the woman. (laughs) And it was actually a meteor and not blue ice from an airplane. Right. Exactly. Yep. And. Number number five, Adam Rayner was the only person to be a to be a little person and a giant. Oh, really? How did he yeah. shrunk the kids? The guy was uh, had dwarfism um, when he was um, in his youth. He was only four foot tall. Classified and as he a had a growth spurt. <laughs> At the age of 21, he started growing three inches a year until he became <laughs> over seven feet tall. Wow. And he died at 51. He went from being a jockey to a basketball player. Huh? <laughs> they were unsuccessful in trying to treat his pituitary gland. And so he was a wow. turned into a giant. Number four. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. So many a man, soul, and faith. Please let me you. Believe it or not, <laughs> the Earth is the only planet where you can have fire occur. Hmm. Duh. <laughs> we need oxygen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think Mars has oxygen, but it's not. It's a really thin atmosphere. Hmm. So you can only have a little small fire. Uh, it's like a match <laughs> on Mars, that's all. <laughs> it's kind of weird because you can actually have a fire underwater, you know, but... White phosphorus, yeah. And they do uh, welding underwater. Yeah. Put oxygen down there. Blah, 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 you have a fire. It's just like it's so weird because like in space movies, you see the spaceships blow up a big fireball. It's like, no. <laughs> we have an atmosphere. We have oxygen. 
and that's what you need for fire to burn. Um, number three. Hey, hey you! you! Get off of my cloud! Hey, hey you! you! Get off of my cloud! Hey, hey you! you! Get off of my cloud! Don't hang around, cause two's a crowd! Only one submerged submarine has ever sank another submarine. Oh. Yeah, I guess that would make sense because they generally shoot torpedoes at ships on the surface. Right. And in World War II, a British submarine um, fired on a German U-boat. Um, the uh, uh, It was the one, uh, it was like the, it was struggling with this engine, and it was doing that thing. They they've done it on, I think, Hunt for Red October. It's a evasive, where they zig and they zag underwater, right. and so they they launched four torpedoes, and it zigged three times, but the fourth one got the submarine. It says there. Fourth but, time you uh, forgot to zag. Uh. <laughs> the, they uh, he was able to use calculating with higher math and. Figured out the zigzag pattern. One, two, three, four, boom. Number two. Shatterman, shatter, shatterman, shatter. joy and loneliness and sex and sex and sex and sex. Look at me. I'm in tatters. Shatterman, I'm shattered. Shatterman, shattered. The DB Cooper hijacking is the only. One that is still unsolved. Yeah. United States. Years later, money was retrieved and found in the woods around the area. They still don't really? know if That took place in 1971. In 2016, the FBI closed the case. Because the body was eaten by a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Number one. This doesn't happen to me every day, Walmart. Let's spend the night together. No excuses offered anyway, oh my. Let's spend the night together. I'll satisfy your every need. Every need. And now I know you'll satisfy me. Mama, 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 my. Let's spend the night together. Now I need you more than Douglas, Douglas Croft, uh, Douglas Croft, Croft was the only man who committed suicide by radiation. <laughs> wow, suicide by radiation! Wow. Yeah. In 1980, he was an alcoholic, had problems with the law. He had use and knowledge of radioactive equipment. Um, he was a, a nurse. You know, X ray technician. Right. And he had, he had some, um, equipment that they use to check for leaky pipes, um, underground. And he used the machine you know, around himself. He, he, he X rayed himself to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause X ray is our radiation. Yeah. Hmm. The radiation had burned his way through his chest. 
the doctors could watch the cells die right in front of their eyes. And <laughs> they said, bye bye, guy. <laughs> And that's the end of my top ten list. All righty. Try with that, big boy. Well, we'll probably have a really short anchor topic. Surely you've seen things like this before. Because it is on the topic of low vision. Hmm. Uh, we don't know. Hmm is right. Hmm. Hey, wait a minute. We got that guy, Justin. Justin's still here? Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about low vision. Dustin can lead the show. What can you tell us about low vision? About how to deal with it, how to adapt (laughs) to it. Do you use a white cane? Uh, You have one, but he he uses it to beat pesky chihuahuas out of his way. (laughs) (laughs) He said if a place is busy. See, there you go. So you can whip that out if people just part like the like Moses in the Red Sea, just whip it out and they get out of the way. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, same way with a guide dog. You can't start walking with a guide dog and people just get out of your way. Especially <laughs> when it pokes his nose up their butt. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see your dog. Whenever like going to college when I had Derby, you know, they want to walk on the left side. They're trailing the left wall. And so people are coming right at you. You know, and they're just going around you, like coming down the hall. And they walk around you, you know. And yeah, that's uh, the one thing they train them wrong because everybody walks down the right side of the hall, but the dog uh, has to trail something, and so they trail the wall, which is on the wrong side of where you should well, be. Well, <laughs> you, you can move your dog over so they you can trail them down the right side, but but it's kind of weird because you never know when they're slightly dragging you back over to where they <laughs> want to be because dogs do that anyway yeah. Uh, yeah low vision is not a big topic for us if uh, listeners have a question about it we will do our best to direct an answer to that yeah ask uh, us but, a question we'll ask justin <laughs> yeah we'll ask uh well we've all been in the low vision stage it's just we haven't been that way in a long time uh, but if you have a question, we'll be glad to uh, approach it. Uh, we typically use this as a catch-all. But right now, I want to use it for a catch-all because we've been going a little bit long. And I want to move on along. Suppose I don't care to walk into a pretty obvious trap. Do we have any email? Oh, such silliness. No, by George. Instead of such silliness, it's a case of such smartness. Email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Who are they? One of our female (laughs) fans 
Wait a minute. That we just one of our female friends who shall remain nameless took a vacation to France um, with one of her girlfriends. Her husband drove her to the airport and wished her a good trip. The wife asked, would you like you to bring me something back for you? The husband laughed and said, how about a French girl? <laughs> Our lady kept quiet with little response and went to the terminal. Two weeks later, her husband picked her up at the airport and asked, so honey, how was the trip? Really great. I loved Paris, she says. And what happened to my present? He asked. Which present? She says. You know what I asked for, that French girl. Oh, that. Well, I did what I could. We'll just have to wait nine months to see if it's a girl. <laughs> um, anonymous. <laughs> You got him a French girl or possibly a French boy on that one. <laughs> That'll show him. Yeah. Demand that kind of a thing. So there is our email. Stranger things than that have happened in the Far East, Miss Lane. So here comes the part where we talk about some final thoughts. Stop saying things like that. Here's our final thoughts. What do you call Spider-Man with no webs? Offline. <laughs> He's offline in his cobweb house. Why is the teacher in charge everywhere she goes? She controls all the rulers. <laughs> well, hmm. Um, I was just pondering. My neighbor was telling me that his dog was his best friend. That got me thinking that my best friend doesn't poop in my yard. Thank goodness that is not a prerequisite. (laughs) (laughs) Did, uh, did you see the Yelp review? Of Orion itself, they gave it three stars. <laughs> <laughs> three stars on the bell. What do you call a cobra without clothes? It's naked. <laughs> of course. No, no bra. <laughs> uh, the, the no bra instead of a cobra. <laughs> This week, I passed the final exam of my cooking class. It was a piece of cake. <laughs> how does How does Homer Simpson make a pizza? With a little sauce, a pepperoni, and some dough. Some dough. <laughs> <laughs> What is a chimpanzee's favorite drink? Apple juice. (laughs) Uh, Well, after all this time, I just never thought that I would be the same age as old people. 
<laughs> Don't want to see how old I am, but I think people might know. You know what the elephant told me when I caught him skinny dipping in my pool? He said all they heard they needed was their trunks. <laughs> Why couldn't the little pig run away from the big bad wolf? Because he pulled a hamstring. <laughs> oh, hey, friends, I need a little help here. I need to find a new home to it for a dog. He's a small terrier, he tends to bark lot. If you're interested, let me know, and I'll jump over to my neighbor's fence and get it for you. <laughs> Why didn't mom cross the road? Because the kids kept mischievous. <laughs> <laughs> Why was the bacon laughing so hard? Because the egg cracked a yolk. Yeah, yeah they were so elastic. <laughs> I use that word. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why do people always say tuna fish, but they never say chicken bird or beef mammal? Hmm. Um, why didn't the chicken cross the road? It felt a little fried. <laughs> Can you believe my dog caught a thousand sticks? Ah, that sounds too far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> All them sticks. I've discovered that someone has hacked my bank account. I even know his name. It's Jack Squat. Have you ever had Jack Squat in your bank account? Spread the word. <laughs> What's up for Jack Squat in bank accounts? Um, what kind of music do monkeys love? Their own music. That's a good one. How do you guys wash your stockings with pantyhose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my younger brother tells me he is so sick and tired of online dating. I told him, well, you're not alone. He told me, yes, I am. That's why I'm on online dating. <laughs> he's alone. But he's not alone. <laughs> why do primates make such good athletes? Because they were born champions. What do you get when paper towels fall asleep? 
napkins. Napkins. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, here's some tips on how to fall asleep in a living room chair. One, be old. Two, sit in a chair. <laughs> That's all it takes for me. <laughs> uh, why did the pillow cross the road? To collect up all the chicken feathers. <laughs> After that big pillow fight. Yeah. What did the nurse say to the doctor? I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I just read a book about the world's most expensive basement. That's right. It was a bestseller. <laughs> I have one more left. What's the best kind of bite to deliver newspapers? Stationary bite. Yeah. <laughs> I just throw them all across the room, huh? <laughs> I guess. Uh, do you know? Do you know the funniest fish? It's a piranha. <laughs> piranha, not a clownfish, huh? Right. <laughs> That's what the piranha is laughing at. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could maybe go on, but this has been plenty enough. Yeah. So it's a good time to pull the plug and let those pranahahas out of here while they're being so elastic. <laughs> I use that word again. Sorry, sir, but I still have to turn you over to the officer of the day. Naturally. Don't apologize. You've got your job and I've got mine, eh, soldier? Sometimes I wish I wasn't so young and beautiful. Yeah. Hey, this is the part of the show where we just like to uh, sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That really is how we increase our listenership. So while you're out there visiting your interweb, using your podcatcher, uh, leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a good review. Visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. You can listen to any of the shows right from the webpage. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Tell us your funny family story. Or just ask us a question about blindness-related topics. We would love to hear from you. We, uh, yeah, we would. And if you have a funny commercial, we'll play it on our show for a fee. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.